This podcast contains explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Creepy Cannabis Podcast, where we chat all things creepy, cannabis, true crime, paranormal, and weird. I'm Madeline. I'm Rachel. Um, I am already laughing my ass, <laughs> so this is going to be special. Indeed it will. Let me light up my little guy before you start. You go, mm-hmm. you talk about what you're doing. Okay. Don't worry about what I'm doing. I won't worry about what you're doing. Um, Today... I decided to talk about something that I actually consumed in California because I recently went to California. California. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Most people do. It's fine. <laughs> I can't go. <laughs> and it is, it was a cannabis infused drink. Um, <coughs> strawberry kiwi hybrid, 100 milligrams in the whole damn drink. Because in the state of California, they like to... Wait, do you, did you drink it all at once? No, I would die. I don't know. Probably half and I'm half. literally a baby novice weed consumer. I mean, some people probably could, but I would die. It literally says three caps equals 10 milligrams. So you're supposed to, like, dose it out in the cap. Oh. But, My dumbass um, would chug the whole thing in No, the that's certainly what I did. Um, additionally, I also got a Rice Krispie treat. It was... Fruity Pebble Rice Krispies, 100 milligrams, and the whole bar, and it was small. Okay, and it was delicious. And I found myself eating a lot of it. Excuse me. Um, but basically, it is nothing, like, too special. It's just a basic edible. It doesn't really have any other cannabinoids or terpenes. It's really just uh, THC and um, a little bit less than 2 milligrams of CBD per serving per package, um, 10 servings, obviously, because it's 100 milligrams. And um, I figured I'd share an interesting fact that I learned in my class this Ooh, week. That means that's going to be learning for me, too. Yeah, and it is related to edibles, which, um, if anyone knows anything about cannabis, um, tetrahydrocannabinol, THC, that oh, is... Oh, is that what that means? Yeah. Okay. THC, cannabinol. It is... The main cannabinoid in the cannabis plant that everyone's obsessed with because it has, um, at least as far as science has determined so far, it has the most psychoactive effects of any cannabinoid. There's over 60 different cannabinoids in the plant and like 500 different like, like I forget the word because I'm going to blank right now, but like like there's two different 200 different types of terpenes that are involved in the plant, like obviously different um, aspects other than just cannabinoids okay, that um, can affect your endocannabinoid system. But anyway, edibles specifically. So Delta 9 THC, people probably are familiar with that phrase because Delta 8 is actually a variation that people have <laughs> put into the marketplace and sold legally in like head shops and shit because it wasn't technically illegal because it's not Delta 9 THC, it's Delta 8 THC. That's good. Um, just like, you know, weird, sp- like, spice and all those 
variations of like fake cannabis but i mean it's real can it is a different variation of thc but delta 9 thc is the main you know cannabinoid that is why the whole plant is illegal and all that stuff so when you consume delta 9 when you smoke it and you inhale it um that is the cannabinoid that's kind of getting introduced into your body in the largest quantity if you eat it and you consume it um, orally uh, it goes through your digestive tract so um and your digestive system and all that stuff and it there's this thing called the first pass effect which any drug or anything that we really consume goes through the liver right and the liver tends to change or modify the you know at the molecular level it changes it and um, a lot of times it's supposed to you know either deactivate it so that it can be expelled from your body because like that's what the function of the liver is but so uniquely most drugs whether you know Advil or whatever you're taking it's the liver is kind of in the first pass effect many times it's like diminishing the capacity of the drug if you will yeah in simplified terms but with cannabis it actually turns delta 9 thc into 11 hydroxy thc which is a stronger and more potent form of thc so it becomes stronger so what you're saying is and more potent Mm -hmm. okay and so that is why many times when people take edibles versus you know historically having experience smoking it consuming it you know whether it's vaping or whatever that is quite instantaneous because it enters um your bloodstream directly through your lungs whereas when you're consuming it orally it's like passing through your digestive tract and all that stuff and it takes a lot longer for it to kind of get out into the bloodstream and then into your but your liver's like listen 11 hydroxy bitch i'm gonna use this exact moment to educate our listeners because i also know that a lot of them have pets and i've gotten comments or messages before that they like like that if your vet is sedating your pet and they tell you they want to do blood work first that blood work is to check your liver and kidneys for the exact reason that maddie said because if there's issues with the liver values then it indicates that your liver will not be able to uh, properly process not only the sedative, but the reversal agent, which is a mm-hmm. medication to wake your pet up mm-hmm. and can ca- cause issues with them waking up from sedation. So don't be a dick and argue with your vet when they want to do blood work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. It's very important. Additionally, well, there's a lot I've been learning, but I don't want to like embarrass myself by not <laughs> knowing it well enough. Yet. I mean, you sounded very educated. Did I? Yeah, I was like, oh, this bitch is... She's learned. <coughs> She's learning. I'm either making noise um, by coughing or jiggling my I eyes. did get a 100 on my exam this week, so. A fucking one Okay, that's pretty good. It had 20 questions, so. Oh, shit. The thing about um, my class is that for our quizzes, you can take them as many times as you want. And the highest grade is the one that they'll count. So I I just keep taking it. I keep taking... No, the exams, you only have one chance. Mm. And they they don't even tell you, like, what you got wrong. They just tell you if you got the question wrong, at least at first, when you first get the score. Because basically, as soon as you submit it, you know what you got. As soon as you submit it, you know what you got. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Ew. Mm-hmm. So I literally, like... I'm, like, sitting there, like, okay, I've checked everything. Let me just... It's fine. It's fine. 
We're going to be okay. Because the papers, which I've had two papers so far in this class, and I've gotten 100 on both of them. The papers, you can like sit there and pull your research and make your argument. I've always been good at papers because I was a sociology major. Very writing folk, like heavy. I didn't go to college, but the private school I went to in the latter years when it moved to a different location, um, everything was like lecture style. So our grade at the end of the year was 50% our test and mm-hmm. 50% based on the notes we kept in our binder yes. for the lectures. Mm-hmm. So that's why... My personal financial planning class was like that. And towards the end of the semester, someone raised their hand and he was like, how badly would my grade go down if I didn't turn that in? No. And he was like, 50%. A lot. A lot. Okay. Is anyway. that everything on that product? Um, yeah. I okay. mean, most edibles really are quite simple. There's not like a lot of breakdown to it. It gets simplified down to just THC and CBD, or at least that's what they show. You know, there's not really any like terpene breakdown or anything like that i see yeah so that's something interesting about cannabis interesting and unique about cannabis did you say what the product was called i don't know that you did um it was called it's a strawberry kiwi drink by the brand keith okay you might have but i just wanted to make sure and it's only made in colorado and california or it's only available i've been waiting this entire time to tell the funniest story of my life oh excuse me it's also medical in oklahoma and missouri oh okay oh missouri all right welcome missouri so, I was texting my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to make me laugh again because I'm high. So, Maddie and I got invited by one of my friends uh, to a drag brunch. And I didn't realize I had to clarify this, but I mean a drag queen brunch. And the reason I need to clarify this is because I text my friend and I was like, oh my God, I got tickets to this drag show and I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't. He was like, oh my god, I've always wanted to go to one. Where'd you get tickets? And I'm like, oh yeah, my friend, like, whatever, knows the guy who owns the bar that's hosting it. And he was like, wait, are you talking about cars? I'm dead. And I was like, what? Like, drag racing. Like, fucking Fast and the Furious. Like, the most white guy thing you could ever say in your life. And I was like... Wait, did you mean cars? No, I'm like... First of all, it's no. every guy. Oh, bro, did you mean cars? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I meant uh, Britney, bitch. <laughs> That's oh, Britney's free. Britney is free. Snaps for Britney. Love her. Um, It's not that funny now that some time has passed, but trust me that in the moment when I read the confused <laughs> message that said, wait, <coughs> do you mean cars? Wait. And I was like, oh, no. honey, no. I mean drag queens the best kind of drag the only kind of drag there is and also if you haven't gone to a drag show go ahead and treat yourself oh i saw sharon needles do you know who i don't know who that is one of it's a um a very very famous drag uh show artist in manhattan but it was amazing Um, i just feel halloween show i went to so fucking good if you get like the wrong queen it can be so dead so it's so important, like, to have a good host and, like, a good... And I don't think people realize, like, it's fucking hard. When uh, I went to the yeah. one in Atlantic City for... It's a um, job. <laughs> yes, for Shannon's bachelorette party, we went to Atlantic City. And I'm telling you, the host of they the show... They work it, bitch. They, this bitch that was Nicki Minaj, mm. she was easily 280 pounds, twerking her ass off, climbs on top of this I block... I can't even twerk. Fucking front flips off the block into a goddamn split. I'm dead. 
And I was like, I literally can't even stand up without falling over. I, <laughs> I, I try to stand. I'm like, eh. <laughs> this thing. Um, like what? I feel like that's really all I had to say because it was fresh in my mind mm-hmm. and I was laughing quite a bit. Quite a lot. Um, as much as possible. Do you have anything to report? No. Okay. <laughs> Proceed. All right. So, <coughs> today we're going <laughs> to be talking about Robert the Doll, which some people may or may not be familiar with. He is a creepy, disturbing, haunted doll. We'll put his ugly ass picture on Instagram. He's fucking fugly. <laughs> Of course his name is Robert. Like, of course, everyone's heard of Annabelle because of the Conjuring movie franchise, which I've actually not watched because no thank you. It really breaks my heart because, I mean, the other two I could do without, but the first one is so scary. Yeah, no thank you. I don't like dolls or people in costume. I see. Well, the okay, the first one's not or really... clowns. The first one's not really, like, about the doll. Wait, what's the first one about? The first one features the dial, doll for a second, but it's oh. about the family movie. It was like the pre- preview where they were playing the clap game and like the Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> ah! No, 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 okay. no, no. Anyway, I'm moving so on. So people think that Annabelle is the most haunted doll of all time, but a lot of people would disagree because apparently the most haunted doll is Robert the fucking doll. And I hadn't... Re- I had not ever heard of him until I listened to, like, some true crime podcasts a couple years ago. But I've never, like, heard of any movies or any, like, Mm -mm. anything based on Robert the Doll. There is one movie based on it, but, like, it's very loose. The movie, um, The Boy, that Mm. had the chick from The Walking Dead, Mm. it's extremely loosely based on that. I see. So, the doll originally belonged to Robert Eugene Otto. An artist who is described as being eccentric, obviously, <laughs> who belonged to a prominent QS family, and the doll was reportedly manufactured um, by the Steiff Company of Germany. That's not like fancy stuffed animal company. I is feel it? like, and, yeah, it's German. I feel like I'd have to look it up. Um, so, and it was purchased by his grandfather while he was on a trip to Germany in 1904. And then given to young Otto. Where do you see this ugly ass doll? Because I want to know who looked at it and was like, this should be a kid's toy. Yeah, like, this is a beautiful birthday gift. A birthday gift. I was like, ew. Um, And the doll had a sailor suit that was likely an outfit that Otto wore as a child. Ew. So what, he came fucking naked? You had to put your own suit on? I don't know. I'm confused by that line. (laughs) (laughs) And he basically remained um, stored in the Otto family home in Key West, um, even when he went away and studied art in New York and Paris. And then he married a woman named Annette Parker in Paris, um, May 3rd, 1930. And the couple returned to the family home in Key West to live there until Otto died in 1974. And his wife died two, two years later. Um, so that's sad. <laughs> that's that. <laughs> After their deaths, the house uh, containing the doll was sold to Myrtle Ruder, who owned it. Myrtle? <laughs> Myrtle. Pardon who- me. <laughs> I have to move my tray. <laughs> Do you have to drag it? 
I'll be quiet. <gasps> I lost my place. Myrtle. Sorry, I lost my plane. Look for Myrtle. It's small font. Oh, all right. So I left the vibrate on my phone on, I will admit. So you're going to yell at me about the tray. Listen, yeah, we all make mistakes. So then here you are. Okay. So Myrtle bought the house. Myrtle, who owned it for 20 years until the property was sold to the current owners who operate it as a guest house. Um, in 1994, the year of my birth, oh. the doll was donated to East Martello Museum in Key West, Florida, where it eventually became a popular tourist attraction. It annually rotated to the old post office and custom house in October. Ew. Okay. So that's where he came from. Why is he the most haunted doll in the world? Um, so apparently the effect that he had <clears throat> on the real life Robert, who actually went by Gene. Okay, who goes by Gene? Nobody has a choice. <laughs> like, why would you choose? I mean, then again, I mean, his fucking grandfather got him a creepy ass doll who came so naked he had to give him his own childhood outfit, which fit. And then also, like, I mean, that's all I had. That's why you go by Gene. Oh, okay. Well, so someone close to the family was quoted saying um, this about the relationship with the doll. Um, quote, what people really remember is what they would probably term as an unhealthy relationship with the doll, unquote. Ew, what does that mean? I don't know. He brought it everywhere. He talked about it in the first person as if he weren't a doll. Okay, no. But he's a child. Like, Ooh, I, I have goosebumps. About my imaginary friends, too. They were probably ghosts. <sighs> he was Robert, as in, he is a live entity. I mean, it just sounds like this kid had an unhealthy attachment to, like, a toy because he probably had no friends and would say the doll's haunted. And as we all know, there's nothing more scary than a little kid who says that they can see ghosts or have imaginary friends slash creepy dolls. Facts. Kids are fucking horrifying. They really are. Do you remember the meme that was floating around like recently? And it was this person and it was like, I woke up to this at the end of my bed and it was their little kid with like a little Pippi Longstockings wig on it looked like Annabelle and she was like, I almost punted that bitch across the floor. (laughs) Really? Because kids will be like, you'll wake up and they'll just be staring into your soul. And they were like, I was making sure you didn't die. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> Not like literally. I would cry. Okay, sorry. I got distracted. <laughs> so he had an unhealthy relationship with the doll. Yeah. So the museum traced Robert's origins to the Stife Company, as we said. The same toy maker that first ma- manufactured a teddy bear in honor of Theodore Roosevelt. Oh, you were right. Yay. Look at that. I am smart. Intelligent. Okay. <laughs> I actually only know that because the little elephant on my book bag is Stife. Oh, that's interesting. And my mom got it for me when we went to FAO Shorts. That's sweet. Oh, happy birthday, Maddie's mom. She just had her birthday. It's tomorrow. Okay, well, you, okay. We celebrated. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> tomorrow. It's fine. My dad's birthday is today, actually. Yes, I did see that. It popped up on my Insta. Um, so. Oh, yes. Manufactured in this, like, Teddy Roosevelt. Um, but, yeah, if you, I don't know if you already posted it, but we will post a picture of Robert the doll, and it's creepy as fuck, so you're going to have to go ahead and look at him. I didn't do it yet because I wasn't sure when you'd be back and when we could film it. I didn't want to, like. It, that's a dumb excuse. I should have just That's done fair. That. I'll do it in a moment. 
Let me just finish rolling this little cone. So according to legend, young Jean, again, why would you go by that? But here we are. Decisions were made. Began to blame mishaps on the doll. While this could have been laughed off as a childish storytelling, adults also noticed odd occurrences, especially as Jean and Robert grew older. I don't know why they would say Jean and Robert grew older, but... Because they meant Robert the doll. Here we and are. Jean, like, oh, he's a living entity. He got <sighs> All right, I have the creeps. Like, I feel like something's hiding under my desk. Okay, I'm scared. It's me. I'm scared. Okay. Um, as an adult, Jean lived in a stately home that he called the artist's house, where Robert would be seen positioned in the upstairs window. School children swore that he would appear positioned, um, oh, would appear and reappear, and they avoided the house completely. But that also could just be Robert being like, or Jean, I'm sorry, being like, I'm going to do this for fun because I've always had a weird-ass relationship with this fucking doll. I mean, I don't know. But when Myrtle purchased the house, she also became Robert's new caretaker in 1974. And visitors swore that they heard footsteps in the attic and giggling. She claimed Robert's expression changed when anyone bad-mouthed Gene in his presence. And Robert would move around the house on his own. This bitch lying to After 20 years of antics, she donated him to the museum. Who puts up with that for 20 years? I don't think so. <laughs> bitch, I wouldn't put up with that for 20 fucking minutes. Like, I would not take I'm 20 years. I'm walking that one fucking face at me and I'd be like, I don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> like, but no. That was intense. Sorry, we have feelings. We. This is why we aren't going to fucking die like this because, nah. Nah. As soon as it's creepy, I'm out. But... His arrival at the museum marked a turning point because visitors, um, like, really all want to go there and look at him. I don't know why. Apparently, he's been on TV shows. Um, It's a stop on a ghost tour and inspired a horror movie called The Boy, as you said. I know Um, things about things. (laughs) But... Oh, apparently you can volunteer to be locked in with Robert after dark, so that's interesting. No. I wouldn't, but... Where do you see this fucker? No. No. Many visitors attribute post-visit misfortunes to failing to respect Robert or even openly disrespecting him, and then they write write to the museum begging forgiveness. Um, Others ask him for advice or to, like, put a... (laughs) hex on people have wronged them (laughs) okay the spiteful ass bitch who is traveling all the way to this museum and wishing death upon somebody through robert the doll i fucking like how much do you have to hate a person to be like you know what it's fucking worth it i'm gonna i'm gonna make the trip i'm gonna fly there i've already booked my flight like that is so dedicated (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's the uh 24 hour flight for me it's the (laughs) (laughs) so apparently several years ago myrtle photoshopped robert's knobby face onto a now famous picture of kim kardashian popping a bottle of champagne into a glass in order to attract people to the museum I remember that picture of her big ass and like the champagne like glass yeah. on her butt. Mm-hmm. 
but okay i don't know how that's relevant but anyway <laughs> you know what next time you can write your own notes <laughs> i'm just next time you can write your i'm own just notes. saying who's well, seen that sense? picture the thing of kim kardashian it's relevant because it's funny i've never seen that before. okay everyone else okay at the 23 of you that are still here I need you to tell me on the picture of Robert at all. Yes, if you've seen that picture. Okay. They'll let you know. <laughs> they will. They um, care. So, apparently there's really not any specific instances in which Robert has done anything to cause harm, of course. Probably because it's made up, but whatever. Facts. Um, from what I can tell, he's more of just like a creepy doll with a cult following, and then people blame their misfortunes after visiting him. Like, they're just shitty people, and they're like, you know what, though? It wasn't me, it was Robert. Yeah. It's but... like that meme, like, it wasn't me, it was Patricia from Split. <laughs> you haven't seen that either? Yes, I have seen okay. that. Wait, what's the other one in that series? Split, and then... Well, it's a sequel to Unbreakable, I think, and then they have Split, and then oh, yeah. they have... It's a trilogy, isn't it? Something, yeah, something else. Anyway. Um, so, since we were talking about Annabelle in the first place, let's talk about how she's different from Robert, since really the only thing about Robert is that he's creepy as fuck, and this lady says that he was scooting around the house, <laughs> but, like, who really knows? <laughs> you know? He just boot scoot and boogie around that bitch. <laughs> No. I'm dead. Literally, though. I'm That's actually, literally what she said. I'm actually gonna perish. I'm just picturing him like boogieing down the fucking. I'm just picturing. Hole. Where do you see this fucking ugly tree trunk of a doll? I just picture everybody letting it shuffle fucking anywhere. First of no. all, I always thought it was a bog for the fucking fire if it didn't have a sailor suit on. Hold on, let me pull the picture. Wait, it's so. No. I've, I think I've seen it, but. You just need to see it again. Hold on. Tell me this doesn't look like a tree trunk with an outfit on. Just get ready. Okay. Fucking <laughs> tree trunk with a sailor outfit. I'm dead. <laughs> Ew, creepy. Ew, why is this fucking stuffed dog creepy too? I don't know. Just wait so, till I see it. According to the Warrens, a student nurse was given Annabelle the doll in 1970. They said that the doll behaved strangely and that a psychic medium had told the student that the doll was inhabited by a spirit of a deceased girl named Annabelle. Um, the student and her roommate tried to accept and nurture the spirit-possessed doll. Like, <clears throat> again, also, we all make choices in life, you know? Some of us are stupider than others. We all make choices <laughs> This, not the best choice, but here we are. The doll reportedly exhibited malicious and frightening behavior. And it was at that point that the warrant said that they first contacted, um, contacted who? Moving the doll to their museum after pronouncing it demonically possessed. Okay, here's what happened. I okay. accidentally deleted something. <clears throat> so you definitely deleted some of that sentence. They because... <laughs> contacted a priest to, like, fucking bless that bitch or mm-hmm. do exercise her or whatever. Okay. <laughs> What's mm-hmm. the past tense of exorcism? Excised? I don't know. Excised! Ooh! Excised. Um, okay, so anyway, they, it's, yeah, they moved it to their museum? Yeah, they have a museum. Haven't you ever seen, you haven't seen The Conjuring? No, I haven't. Anyway, as you can tell, I didn't do these notes. Okay, listen, here's the thing. We're a team. (laughs) 
It's all about acting, baby. (laughs) First of all, half the time it's too high to read your notes anyway, so no one would even know different. I know, it's true. It's true. As you know from experience, it's easier said than done. Yes, but in the past week, apparently I've become a full-blown stoner because I'm on joint number two and I'm still coherent. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, so... They put it in their museum after pronouncing it demonically possessed. The doll remains in a glass box um, at the Warren's Occult Museum in Monroe, Connecticut. I suppose I could have just read the following sentence. (laughs) Absolutely not. That is not an option. (laughs) And the museum is currently closed. So there's that. I killed myself. (laughs) Damn it. Um, Texas State University Assistant Professor of Religious Studies... Joseph Laycock. Okay. <laughs> He's going to lay some cock. That's the name. I'm dead. We're going to hell. That's facts. Says, most skeptics have dismissed the Warren's Museum as full of off-the-shelf Halloween junk, dolls and oh. toys, oh, books you could buy at any, book sco- at any bookstore, apparently. And he called um, Annabelle a legend and an interesting case study in the relationship between pop culture and paranormal folklore. Mm. He sounds a little bit like he's got a stick up his ass. Though. A little, I mean, like a, like a little a bit. Smidge. A little like at least bit. the tip. He's like, very, he's a, um, what are they called? Tight ass? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't think a of skeptic? it. No. Anyway, um, and he speculates that the demonic doll trope popularized by films such as Child's Play, Dolly Dearest, and The Conjuring likely emerged from early legends surrounding Robert the Doll, as well as a Twilight Zone episode titled Living Doll, in which the character of the mother is named Annabelle, didn't know that, released five years prior to the Warren story. And he suggested the idea that demonically possessed dolls allow modern demonologists to find supernatural evil in the most banal and domestic of places. Quote, of course. I hate everyone. I certainly didn't. (laughs) Excuse me, I'm so sorry. If I blew your eardrums out, but I leaned as far away as I could. She tried. Um, Everything's fine. But... Basically, the Warren's Occult Museum um, coinciding with the film releasing of The Conjuring. Um, he said that the myths and legends surrounding the Warrens seemingly have been of their own doing, and that many people have difficulty separating them from their Hollywood portrayal. <clears throat> he characterized sensational press coverage of their museum and said, like, real life Ed Warren, real life Annabelle is actually far less impressive. I mean, yes, because the real life Annabelle is literally raggedy in. Yeah. She's like soft. Ew. And we all know that porcelain dolls are the scariest. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which is why they switched that shit <laughs> to the movie. My mom made me collect porcelain dolls when I was little, and she made them go on this shelf that fucking looked at me while I slept, and I would be so scared of these bitches every single night. And then one night while I'm dead asleep, peaceful in my bed, the whole shelf falls down and it makes a lot of noise, and I was like, okay, so I fucking die. This is how I die. It's okay. Um, okay. So, I mean, hopping back to the nurse that we first talked about. So what occurrences did this nurse experience? Apparently, as the story goes, the Annabelle doll 
had been a gift to a young nurse named Donna. I don't know why I repeated it. Just, I'm sorry. From her mother. <laughs> from her mother for her 28th birthday. 28? What is up with this shit? What kind of fucking mother? I'm calling you out right now. You're a 28 year old. My mom better not. This bitch needs gas money? She needs fucking new heels for her job at the club? 28. She needs fucking a Burger King gift card. She does not need a fucking Raggedy Ann doll. I mean, she was apparently thrilled with the doll and brought it back to her apartment that she shared with another young nurse named Angie. Okay, so she's unstable. Poor Angie, by the way. The <laughs> real just living there. <laughs> the real Annabelle was, as you said, a Raggedy Ann doll. And at first, the doll was an adorable accessory sitting on the sofa and greeting visitors with her colorful visage. Have you seen Raggedy Ann? She's yeah. not cute. No. But before long, the two women began to notice that Annabelle seemed to move about the room of her own accord. And Donna would sit her on the living room sofa before leaving for work, only to come home in the afternoon and find her in the bedroom with the door shut. It would also only take one instance of that. And I'd be like, I bet you you're here to kill me. I would be like, I'm moving out. You keep all of my things. Correct. Keep the apartment, bitch. You can pay the rent. Mm Mm-hmm. You're so good at moving. Fucking walk your ass <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I didn't realize. Oh, you can walk your now. Your third of the rent is going to be <laughs> due in two weeks. Seeing as you can get a job. Correct. With those fucking moves you got. I can't. That's skirt, creepy. Skirt down to the sub shop. And then they started find, finding notes left throughout the apartment reading, help me. Ab-so-lutely not. No. And the notes were written on parchment paper. Which they didn't even keep in their house. <laughs> what the fuck? Where did it come from? <laughs> Where did the parchment paper come from? From her. She brought it, she brought it with her all the way back from the fucking slip shop. <laughs> Furthermore, Angie's boyfriend, whose name was Lou, was in the apartment one afternoon while Donna was out and heard rustling in her room as if someone had broken in. No. Upon inspection, he found no sign of forced entry, but found the Annabelle doll lying face down on the ground. Ugh. Fucking how heavy is this bitch that he hears her shuffling around? I'm absolutely dead. She's stuffed. Suddenly, he felt searing pain on his chest and looked down to find a bloody, oh, to find bloody claw marks running across it. <gasps> Two days, they vanished. Two days later, they vanished without a trace, supposedly. <clears throat> Allegedly. Allegedly. So following his traumatic experience, the women invited a medium over to help solve their seemingly paranormal problem. And she held a seance and told um, them that the doll was inhabited by a spirit of a deceased seven-year-old named Annabelle Higgins, whose body had been found years earlier on the site where the apartment build- building had been built. Ugh. <clears throat> <sighs> But, yeah, so the medium claimed that the spirit was benevolent and simply wanted to be loved and cared for. That's sad. My fucking infertile ass would be like, okay. You- okay. <laughs> the two young nurses reportedly felt bad for the spirit and eventually allowed her to take up permanent residence in the doll. Okay. 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 Um, in an attempt to rid their home of the doll's spirit, they called on a priest, Father Hegan. Uh, oh, that's a priest from earlier, probably. But uh, I forgot probably. to put him there. And then Father Cook, who alerted Ed and Lorraine Warren. 
And as far as they were concerned, the two young ladies' trouble truly started when they began believing that the doll um, deserved their sympathy. Okay. And that they believed the doll was actually a demonic force in search of a human host uh, within Annabelle. I don't... A human host? Yeah. So, like, if you believe in the Bible at all, you know, I went to church. Demons can't possess things. They have to possess your soul. Mm. And, um, like, according to most religions, not all religions, of course, but a lot, especially Christianity, animals and inanimate objects don't have souls. Only humans have souls. So, <clears throat> that's, like, the whole shtick. They, they need that soul. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's true, because I'm pretty sure the Bible also says that God, like, cast this um, demon out of this person into a herd of pigs, and then they jumped off the cliff and killed themselves. So, I have questions. Okay, so immediately the Warrens noted what they believed were signs of demonic possession, including teleportation, saying the doll was moving on its own, materialization, the parchment paper notes, and the mark of the beast, the oh, clawed okay. chest. The mark of the beast. <clears throat> they ordered the an exorcism. <laughs> they ordered an exorcism to be performed, and then they took Annabelle out of the apartment to her final resting place in their occult museum in the hopes that her reign would finally end. And then it did, and she made three movies. Yeah. <clears throat> Following Four. her removal, the Warrens documented several other paranormal experiences involving the doll. The first one just minutes after they took possession of her. Okay. After the exorcism of the apartment, they took Annabelle and... <laughs> Sometimes your fucking face. Makes there was a lot more words than needed to be said. I felt like in that moment. Again, I feel like in any moment, even the same to your own. <laughs> I've li- by the way, guys, I've literally never done her notes other than this one time because she was going away with her mom. It's not like she does her own notes. It'll it'll be all right. It's fine. On the way home, Lorraine claimed that the brakes either stalled or failed, resulting in near disastrous crashes. And claim that as soon as um, Ed put holy water um, and doused the doll with it, the problem with the brakes disappeared. I also don't believe in holy water. Come for me. No? No. So it's not helpful, folks. <laughs> I mean, I'm the authority on all things religious. And I said no. <laughs> Upon arriving home, Ed and Lorraine put the doll in his study. Okay, why wouldn't you just throw it away? And oh, no, the evil must be contained. They reported that the doll levitated and moved about the house. I would simply pass away. But, like, <laughs> I hate I would simply pass away. I would simply have a heart attack. They said they tried to put it in, like, a locked office in an outer building, but that she would always turn up later inside the house. I mean, that bitch must have the same keys as the fucking flies this past uh, summer. Mm-hmm. That universal key. Them little flies. Yeah. But um, they made a special, like, glass and wood case that was construction... <laughs> constructed. It was constructed, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, what was it constructed out of? Probably some wood. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't... And some glass. And some... <laughs> I don't know. Wood, glass. And a lock that okay. has no key. And then they inscribed the Lord's Prayer and St. Michael's Prayer on it. For the rest of his life, Ed would periodically say a binding prayer over the case, ensuring that the sinister spirit of the doll remained trapped within. Okay. So... Is it a sinister spirit or a fucking demon? 
I guess both. Okay. And... Do you hear Felix screaming bloody murder at the door? Mm-hmm. So apparently since being locked up, she hasn't moved again. Although it's alleged that the spirit has found ways to reach out to the earthly plane. Oh, okay. And, well, um, since that bitch is paying bills, she can reach over this direction any day. Yeah, I guess so. Facts. Um, mm, mm, once a priest who was visiting the Warrens Museum picked up Annabelle and discount... Um, mm, okay, I read that too fast. And discounted her demonic abilities. He was not taking her seriously. And then he... As men do. And Ed warned the priest about mocking Annabelle's demonic power, but the young priest laughed it off. And on his way home, he was involved in a near-fatal car crash that totaled his brand-new car. And he said he claimed to see Annabelle in his rear-view mirror just before the accident. That bitch said, okay, you can laugh. Zoom, zoom. (laughs) Skirt, skirt. (laughs) Skirt, skirt. (laughs) Here's... Years later, another visitor tapped on the glass and reportedly, and laughed how silly um, people were to believe in her. And on the way home, he lost control of his motorcycle and crashed into a tree. Um, and, and died. died. <laughs> he passed away. Oh my gosh. Damn, and his girlfriend just barely survived. That is so scary. Correct. She claimed at the time of the accident that the couple had been laughing about the Annabelle doll. I want to go fuck with it. No. <laughs> Over the years, they continued to release these tales as proof of the doll's power, though none of the stories could really be corroborated. I mean, I'm so shocked. Oh, my God. But, um, yeah, basically, we just kind of have to take the Warren's word for, uh, for it, because, um, yeah, I don't think anyone's ever caught it on video, which is the only <laughs> way to prove anything these days. So. No, video. Video. Oh, shit. Yeah. No one has. No. The Conjuring doesn't I haven't seen it. I'll tell you. I feel like I just need, like, one more for that. Actually, I might just wait and get the pen. Is the pen? Hold on. Maybe I'll do that. Sorry, I was thinking to myself. Disregard. I don't know what my episode's going to be on because, um... I, w- I did want to do something else, but I kind of want to talk about Astro World. So I'm thinking of shelving what I was going to do. But at the same time, I kind of don't want to add fuel to a fire. Yeah. Where, like, I feel like it can be disrespectful to the people that lost their lives. To, like, keep putting it out there for their families to have to hear and stuff over again. So, instead. Oh, I didn't even tell you. Um, do you know the American Idol? I believe he was a winner, Chris Daltrey. <clears throat> His daughter was just murdered. I know. So when proper information comes forth about that, I don't think I'll do like an episode on it, but I'll give like an update. That's um, crazy. But and we have to do an update on the Gabby Petito. There's been like some stuff since then. I mean, it's it's all over, so people have probably heard it, but we should do like an update at the beginning of an episode. So I don't know what I'm gonna do. I have a couple thoughts. Um, someone quit my job suddenly today, so work's going to be a little bit more crazy. So, mm-hmm. based on that, I might do something a little bit shorter. Yeah. I'm rambling now. My life is crazy. Okay. Are you done? But here we are. Is that it? We are done. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>